I'm not. I should have said that. <laughs> Welcome to another week of It Is What It Is Radio. I'm your host, Fly T. Miles. Before we get the show started, please let's have a moment of silence for my brother, Jamel Raymond Bishop. This is King Porter Forever Friday. And also a moment of silence for two childhood friends that I lost, Neil, a.k.a. Nail, and Silk. Moment of silence, please. Another week. My co-host, Nick, a.k.a. Love God B, is in the building. (laughs) And we have the pleasure of having Miss Dope, a.k.a. Miss LaShante Pettit, on the show tonight. like my whole name? We're giving it all up. I'm sorry. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Mrs. Dope in the building. Mrs. Dope. <laughs> hey, let the people know a little bit about yourself. But first, tell the people what Dope stands for. And also let them know the prestigious high school you, that you came from, please. Okay, of course, I'm a poet. Let's start That's off right. there. PPO3. PPO3. Um, Dope movement. Dope standing for destined to overcome PC ruptures. Um, I thought it was time for me to share my story. I suffer from a, let me rephrase that. I navigate my way through a mental illness. Um, I've been battling probably since I was about 20 years old and I'm now 40, single mother of one son. I'm a full-time employee. I also run my foundation while I'm navigating through life. Okay, okay. So let's let the world know. We we. Me and Shante go way back. Mm-hmm. We were in the lab, aka the law. And through conversation, we came up with this great topic. Dating with a mental illness. So, mm-hmm. ladies first, I want to start with you. How how has that experience been? Um, yeah, who you, you talking to me? You go first, Miss Dope, yes. Um, first of all, dating in this era is um, difficult to begin with. Uh, you know, phone calls are replaced by text messages. People don't really want to go out and date. They want to uh, hook up. So, you know, that's a difference in itself. And then battling a mental illness, you're not really sure when to tell the person because there's such a stigma behind mental illness. So do you ease it in the beginning? Do you wait a while? Wait to maybe the middle? Or you wait a couple years or so? Um, I kind of tell people off the back that I run a foundation mm-hmm. for mental illness. And then if the conversation goes further, then I'll tend to say, well, I run this foundation because I suffer from a mental illness. You know, with there being such a stigma behind it, especially in the African-American community, people don't really know how to handle that information. It's, uh, oh, you so you crazy. No, I'm not crazy. But I am diagnosed as bipolar. I also wow. suffer from depression, um, anxiety, and panic attacks. I'm on medication. I tell people, I take my antipsychotics. It, you can't shame me into anything because I share my truth. This is who I am. This is what I stand in. 
I'm going to take my antipsychotics. I go to therapy. People often like, you know, well, you don't need therapy. If you pray, prayer is powerful. We all know that. But for me, I need a little bit more than prayer. Um, we don't tell people who have diabetes or hypertension to simply pray it away. We tell them to go to the doctors. We tell them to take their medication, watch their diet. So for mm-hmm. me, going to therapy and taking my medication is the same. You know, I have to treat my mental illness the way I would treat a physical illness. I have to stay mm-hmm. on top of it. I go mm-hmm. to therapy um, twice a month. I've had my therapist about five years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone through a couple therapists. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a therapy, therapy relationship is just like any other relationship. You have to make sure that that person fits for you. Because you're simply going in there and you're giving all of your information and you have to be truthful. That's the only way that therapy is really going to work. A lot of the time people go to therapy and they hide their information. Well, I don't want to tell this and I don't want to tell that. But then you're not getting all the benefits from therapy. Right. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, has anyone ever, you know, has anyone ever come to you and shared their truth with, with, truth with you as far as them maybe having a mental illness? as well yeah a lot of people talk to me a lot I mean, of people as far as, dating, to me. as far as have you ever dated somebody that sat you down and said listen i suffer from a mental illness i have not so you yeah. know men are not as open as women because for so long we tell men that you have to be strong you have to be tough we don't allow them to show emotions mm-hmm. so no a lot of people don't um talk about it one and two family dynamic so you have to think about the way people are raised everybody's not raised to be open and honest and to be forthcoming with such information right and if you are talking about mental illness and you know we are telling especially the black man he has to be so strong he has to carry the world on his back Mm -hmm. are you really expecting him to come and be open and say hey you know what i suffer from depression or whatever else you know he may have been diagnosed with or could be diagnosed so no, I've never had anybody sit down and tell me that. Oh, okay. Okay. Any questions, Nick? Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like for me, it's people, you're right, it is a stigma behind it. And people, I don't like when people tend to call other people crazy because I get called crazy a lot. And I... <laughs> some diagnosis also but my thing is this i do not think a crazy person a really insane crazy person could be able to raise three kids and hold down the job and run a household and still go to work every day and still get it done to right. me i think a crazy person could do that so absolutely for the people out there that always no, no, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Like by your definition, I'm not crazy. Okay. Right. And I just think that for the most part, a lot of times if we're not born with something already there wrong with us, a lot of it is life circumstances that makes us the way we are. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with stuff, but not dealing with it because you don't have time to deal with it because you don't have time to just deal with this tragedy trauma because you still got to be a mother you still got to go to work you still got to keep shit afloat so you never really get a chance 
to deal with any of that, and then it spills over into your adulthood and your relationships and everything. I mean, me personally, that I'm just speaking from my bullshit. Um, so I know that that that's true. That's that's a real truth. It's like you suppress so much stuff that you don't even really really realize how much of it you suppress. But you're wondering why each wish always turn out with the same outcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I have a question for you. Um two part question. Okay. One one is before I lose it. Um golly. <laughs> I just had it. I just had it. Oh, what are some, just for some people that may may have, you know, might be on watching this right now, what are some signs of mental illness? You know, because you might got some people that don't, that might be afraid to go to the hospital, that don't want to, that have that fear of being, you know, diagnosed as bipolar. They may know that something's going on with them, but they're scared and they may be unsure. So what's some, some, some uh symptoms i would say or so every it's going to affect everybody different and i'll say it affects everyone differently because depends on like she said your circumstances uh-huh what you've come up in so what may be a trigger for me or what sent me to go and get some help may not be the same for the next person now i will say this um like i'm real big on children going to therapy if they need it i had my son in therapy um, you know, because I don't want my son to grow up and be crazy Uncle Mike. You know how they leave crazy Uncle Mike at the cookout. Nobody wants to talk to him. Right. I, you know, I feel like my job is to break a generational curse. Mm -hmm. So moving forward, I have him knowing it's important to share your feelings. It's okay. Whatever feeling or emotion you may be experiencing at that time, it's okay for you to share that. Nobody can belittle you. You know, people will say, oh, well, that's not significant. Nobody has the power to take that away from you. So whatever may be going on, you have to deal with it. Listen to children. People don't take the time. And I say that because at the age of six, my son attempted suicide. So you have to listen to them and you have to know exactly what's going on with them. Don't just chuck it to the side like oh they're a kid they're not going through this they're not you know this is not happening to them they're not paying bills they're not you know living the adult life but still for a child they have to endure a lot there's bullying they have you know schoolwork whatever may be going on outside of the home we can't even begin to talk about what's going on in the home uh failed relationships a parent that's untreated with a mental illness that wears down on a child so it's a lot of things and i think if you feel the least bit off that you should go and talk to someone and just because you're going to talk with someone doesn't mean you have a mental illness it's important to keep your mental health healthy but people yeah. don't want to realize that just like you go for a physical keep your mental health up go and chit chat with somebody there's so many different options out here you know, most most therapists accept insurance. If you can't find one through your insurance, through your employer, go through EAP. They give you three free visits. Then if that's not enough for you, they will refer you out. Also, looking to get an FMLA. Most jobs, you have to be there for at least a year to get that. But get your FMLA, which gives you 12 weeks 
of time. It secures your job. You know, don't let bosses have you out here thinking that you got to be here every day. If you need that mental day, you had that FMLA, you simply call and say, hey, I'm using an FMLA today. They don't have to know what it's for. The only people that will know exactly what it's for is HR, not your direct supervisor. I know people like, you know, I don't want anybody in my business. At the end of the day, somebody's going to get in your business. So if they say, oh, you know, she she bipolar. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> what is that? You know, it's just another name. What is somebody going to really do with that information? Well, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to get it because I know now um, jobs, when you fill out the application, they're asking you your disabilities and depression, bipolar. Mm-hmm. That's on that list of things. They want to know before you even get to the door. And I say, I say no. I say no. Because it's not your business. Because mm-hmm. that can be a type of discrimination. I'm not telling you that information. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. no, that's not your business. You'll know in a year when I fill out my FMLA paperwork what's up. But right now, coming in the door, no. Because I don't want you to discriminate against me thinking that I don't interact well with others or I'm going to call out a lot. None of that is what I do simply because I am bipolar. I don't sit around and talk to myself because that's another thing people think when you're crazy, you sit around and you talk to yourself or I'm walking around disheveled. No, if I don't tell you, you don't know that I suffer from a mental illness because I have it under control because I take my medication because I learned what my triggers are. You know, I have a checklist. Like if I'm going out, by myself, I have an anxiety checklist. That means I need to have some a text buddy. I need to have chewing gum. I need to have tissues, and I need to usually have a pen. Those are just things. And as you grow with your mental illness, you learn triggers. You learn how to avoid certain situations. Mm-hmm. It's all about energy. But also with the with the the out the outlets like um, I work in the healthcare field and. Honestly, it's, it's, it's a shortage on, on that, that field is a shortage. So it's like you almost sometimes have to admit yourself in the hospital to get help. You may not need help right away. Like, I'm not going to kill myself, but I am so depressed that I can't go to work. So it's, it might not be like you need to go somewhere right now. But you might need to go somewhere within the next couple of weeks. And it's just like the waiting list to see a therapist. And it's like, it's like it's ridiculous. And then it's like with the insurances, you would think that private insurance would get you somewhere. Well, almost anywhere when it's not. That's not true. It's normally Medicaid and Medicare where you can get easy uh, appointment. If you have a private insurance, it's a little bit harder. Like she said, you might want to go through the um your actual insurance company through the job, but it's not it's not it's not that easy. It's not that easy. You gotta understand that once you finally do admit that you need help, you don't really want to be waiting no whole lot of time because the more time go by, by the more you want to convince yourself that this is really not an issue. I'll right. deal with it whenever. Whenever I had my next manic episode. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people 
are walking around with mental illnesses like all day, every day, like that we come in contact with. That's why I always say you never know what a person is going through, what they're dealing with. And just that helps me when I'm in the streets. Because sometimes people do a lot of lot of crazy stuff. No matter what you at the gas station, you could be at the supermarket, you could be parking your car. And you might just intertwine with somebody that's having some issues. And if you have that in the back of your mind, you can at least think rationally, like, okay, maybe this person is crazy, maybe they're not crazy, maybe they have having a bad day. I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm gonna get the fuck away from the situation. I'm not gonna go back and forth with them. I'm not gonna fuck at them for cutting off. I'm not gonna do none of that stuff. I'm gonna just keep it moving. Mm -hmm. So so can I ask you this? Like when you have an episode, right? How do you like de-escalate? What are some things that you did? Um, if possible, I removed myself from the situation. Okay. It's usually nothing at my house that's gonna trigger me because it's set up that way. Um, yes. So if possible, I will remove myself from the situation. I usually tell people, you know, step outside, get some fresh air, get some sun on your face. Um, believe it or not, that really helps. Uh, I listen to music. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my biggest thing is removing myself. Right. I don't care where I'm at. If I'm at work, look, I need to step away for a minute. So I can either step away for a few minutes or I can go home for the rest of the day. I, it just has to be real cut and dry for me. Um, but yeah, and then you have to think about outside of that, my other triggers are finances. I don't like to talk about them. Mm. Uh, I don't like to open bills. You know, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not laughing at that. You know, because I, you know, I have to be real about it. I don't. So yeah. I just try to pay whatever needs to be paid. I don't want to open it. And it's like, uh, you know, for instance, like a credit card bill. Say your balance is, you know, your limit is a thousand dollars, and the bill comes to seven fifty. I don't want to deal with all of that. That's not my thing. Let me just pay you on it and get it out the way. I don't want to, because you know, as a as a single parent, I'm trying to finagle through a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So bills piling up and all of that other stuff. It's just, it's a trigger for me. I have mail just stacked. Because I'm not gonna open it. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, like I know my BGE is due every month, my car insurance is due every month, my rent is due every month, and my right. cell phone bill. Those things I'll pay all that extra stuff. I'll get to it. What's some things you do, Nick? Oh, for me, because I've dealt with my issues for so long, I can almost, I can really down to, like I know when it's coming, like days before it even comes. Like, I'll notice a, ch a change in my breathing or a mm. my appetite or me eating more or uh, I'll know that it's building up. I know, I'll know that it's building up. I'll try to, you know, interject it before it gets to that point. Now, because sometimes my anxiety, I get anxiety so bad to the point that I think I pass out. Mm. So, doing that, I would have to really be careful working because you know, like you can deal, you be dealing with stuff at the job, then stuff at home, 
I got great to the job, but you can't help it when your phone is going off because you got kids calling, the school's calling, all this stuff is going on, and you still trying to do your everyday work routine. So it can it becomes overwhelming. So with me now, because I've suffered with so long, I can get I know days before it's just going to happen. Like I build up, and I'll just try to do little things, like she said, to like you know de-escalate or to bring myself back in focus of what's going on right now in the present, not what happened in the past or what will be happening next week, but what is really going on right at that moment. Okay. Well, me personally, I, 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 I haven't been uh, diagnosed or nothing, but I do sometimes wonder if I suffer from depression and anxiety, but I'm going to tell y'all what's been helping me. We. OG Kush. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> I'm not putting it's this really on you. you think it's Try helping you. It. Is Try it really it. helping you or is it just suppressing the real symptoms? Is it really no. helping the problem? It, it, yes. The problem? I think it helps the problem, yes. It does not. I do. I, I think it, how are you going to tell me that doesn't help my problem? Because so I believe that it definitely helps with anxiety. But as far yeah. as depression, if you are not sitting there, you have to sit in it. You have to process it. If you don't process what's going on, it's just going to keep coming back to eat at you. And the marijuana actually is a down. It's a, it's, it's can cause. It can very much cause depression because it's a down, like you're, you're, it's a downer. It's more so of a down. So, and, you think it's helping. It, and, it might, and, not, might, once it wear off, you might be feeling 10 times worse you was before you smoked that OG Kush. In my <laughs> defense, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it honest. Well, four years when my brother died, I, I, I fell into a deep depression, whereas, I wasn't doing nothing but working when I could, looking for who I'm thinking killed my brother, and home. I didn't want to be with my mother. I didn't want to be with nobody. I would be, I stayed in the house for months, right? I got a psychic reading. Well, I can't call her psychic. I don't know what to call it. I want to say she's a witch, but she's from out of New Orleans, and I'm keeping it real. We praying, whatever else. I feel as though she helped me, right? Since then, I think I've been good. I don't really dwell on, you know, what happened to him because the lady was so, she was so on point with a lot of stuff. I, I trusted, I trusted what she told. But, um, mm -hmm. like, that was the only thing that was really wearing, like, really wearing me down. But when you still was eating and wanted, like, was, was you able to sleep at night? No. Was you no. more I, or eat less? I couldn't, I wasn't sleeping. My my appetite was definitely funny. But sleeping was a problem. I would have night sweats. Um, I just was in a deep depression. I was I was more angry than anything. But like as time went on, I mean I said I think that the lady helped me a lot, but it's not really on my mind as much and, and I'm at peace with it. And like I tell anybody, I think my brother sends little signs to me every day. Like I see. It could just be me and my mom, but I see like his birthday on license plates every day. Mm -hmm. I might see, like, I ain't gonna lie, not too long ago, 
Last car my brother had, had was a BMW or silver BMW. I'm driving down Libby Heights. Somebody's driving up Libby Heights. And I swear to God, it looked like my brother. Like we like, it's like we looked, we 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 locked eyes and it kept going. I was like, I don't know. So I get little things that, that I think let me know that he's all right. So I'm good with it. Me, I when my brother passed, I was the opposite. Um, I still work Monday to Friday, but I partied so much because I wanted to not feel it. I wanted to not deal with the reality. I didn't want to think about it. Like I just, I was, I was big partying. Like, like yeah. from Friday always to Sunday night partying. Like every weekend. Every weekend. My escape. Like I didn't want to. I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to deal with it. I just wanted to just not feel not feel the pain of. Right. So I did the opposite. Like I, you couldn't keep me out of down in for the for the breakfast show. For the breakfast show, I feel you. I feel you. I guess you know we all deal with things certain ways. We do. But, but um, the the point is to to deal with it to. It, it, uh, people, I'm therapy helped me. I can't speak for what I know. A lot of it is what you put in it, and like she said, finding somebody that you can connect with, that you feel comfortable with, that you mm -hmm. feel like understand what it is that you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. Um, you're not going to find that with a person that they got that might have a strong accent. Mm -hmm. You might not. Feel that a black woman might not feel that direct connection with like an older white. So it's just about who you feel comfortable with. But it it definitely did help me in a lot of ways, a lot of ways. And I wasn't even going to therapy for my issues. I was going to therapy because I was mandated to go to therapy. So I didn't have no choice but to do it. Okay. And it really helped. It really it helped a whole lot. Right, Miss Dope. I, I have you um, thought about like speaking to other females, or do you like speak to other females that may be going through some of the same situations as you, or for the same things that you're going through? Yeah, I've gone to um, several different places and spoke, including mm -hmm. a middle school. I mean, yeah. I also host my own gatherings. I like to host them about once a month. Just to have people come out. That's sad. People come out. I share my story, and then you know, I open the floor up because people want to talk to somebody that's possibly been in their shoes. Like, like I say, therapy is great. I love therapy, um, but sometimes I need to talk to somebody who's actually walked where I walk. So that's why I offer myself up. I share my story. You know, sometimes I say that I'm the voice of the voiceless. Everybody is not in a position to really sit down and face what's going on. So I just said, tell what it is. Like on my um, Instagram, excuse me, Instagram on for the dope movement. I just said, like, look, y'all, I'm not in a good place today. This is what I'm going through. This is how I'm going to get through. Um, if I start taking a new medication, I let them know about that. People just need to see like, oh, okay, you know, she doing that. Let me see. I can do that too. You know, sometimes I host meetings for men. Let them come in and rap. People, oh, men well. need that open. Yeah, I invited you. You didn't come. People need that open <laughs> oh, space. 
So we just got to bring our mask and we good. That's it. That's your right. mask and an open mind. Because these guys were Put that just, on the flyer. I didn't have to put that on the flyer. When they came in, I I had um a guy kick it off telling his story. And then it just flowed. Everybody really went in. And it was so great to just think that little old me had these men out here talking about what they're going through in life. It, it was just a dope vibe. That's, I see that in you. You got you can pull it out. After the show, we're gonna talk to you about signing up with Miles Management. We got some we got some things see. We got the world. We gonna vote. We all gonna conquer the world. All right. We're okay. gonna get on the road with this. Okay. All right. Coming soon. Alrighty. But yeah, okay. hey, Miss Top no, seriously, I, I'm loving what you're doing. Um, let the people know how to how to get in contact with you on social media. Um, I'm on Facebook at underscore dope underscore movement, and I'm also on Instagram at underscore dope underscore movement. And my email address is a dope movement at gmail.com. Hit me mm. up. I'm always willing to listen and offer whatever type of advice I may have. I got some advice for everybody. What? There you go. This it. No, no, no. <laughs> this is it. No, but um, yeah. we need to do that. Piggyback on what you said about have, I think you asked me, has anybody ever told me that they had some an issue or whatever? Yeah. No. I have told people being open and honest thinking that they would be transparent and it wind up kicking on, me so it's like you gotta kind of when you have a mental illness you gotta kind of like protect yourself all the way around because you might let somebody know that you know you might be a man person or you might whatever the situation is and they turn around and feed off of that mm -hmm. so it's like you kind of gotta be you want to be open and honest, but you don't want to be open and honest to everybody. Right. Absolutely, I agree with that. Okay. Man, listen, y'all got me. I'm. I ain't confessing nothing today. So, Tyree, um, when growing up in your household, was it like could you openly talk about your feelings and everything, like at the dinner table or something like that, or was like your family kind of like? Closed off when it comes to that type of stuff. He's gone. He's gone. What? Yeah. Oh, what the hell? 
Lord. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know if we still want Well, I'll answer it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'll answer it. So, um, no. You know, okay. I could talk about my feelings, but I think that that was about it because, you know, as a parent, what do you, it's kind of difficult to be like, you know, mom, I'm really sad today. Oh, you sad? Just, you know, go ahead, take a nap or go outside. And you. But now looking back, like I'm always asking my son, you okay? So I'm asking if you okay, because your movement seems different today. I try to be really in tune with that. Um, you know, and I keep the conversation very open and honest. He knows that I suffer from a mental illness. Um, I let him know, like, if I'm having a, um, you know, a bad, uh, a manic episode, rather. And for me, when I'm manic, I'm very impulsive. So I have to stay away from shopping because I'll just be throwing it in the bag and then have to think about the consequences of that later. Um, sometimes it means that I'm not cooking or I'm going to let the dishes pile up. Luckily, my son is 15. So he can help out with that stuff and he has a better understanding. But I just think it's great when you, everybody is open and honest in your household because it makes it run smoother. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it does, and it it, it lets them know that if there is a problem, you know, whatever it may be, that it's okay to come and talk to me. And I am the person that you, you know, need to come and talk to because it's nothing like, having a child that's afraid to talk to their parents for yes. whatever reason whether it's because when dad come home he tired from working all day or whatever the situation is you know you you have to make time you got to pay attention i my, my oldest son was going through some issues i i noticed that he was going to sleep more than normal and i'm like okay well maybe he's tired mm -hmm. but but on the weekend, you ain't did right. nothing. You know, right. like, right. you gotta pay attention to the little things that might not seem so obvious, but if you pay attention, they are. And a lot oh, of times, yeah. something is definitely going on. Oh, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. And, you know, just, you don't want them to feel like they can't talk to you. Or to feel like those feelings are not valid. I just think that's so important. You hear about so many little children, six, mm -hmm. seven, eight, nine, committing suicide. Mm -hmm. You know, and it, it's it, it's just really sad. So I just think, you know, be open with your kids. Whatever they say, you know, just give them that. Let them know that they are valid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you about, you said you're, you're on medication, so you're on Okay. So how long did it take for them to actually get you at a point where though you felt like maybe you're benefiting from it? Because I think a lot of times people get frustrated because mm -hmm. it, takes a, it takes a little while. Sometimes this medicine might be too strong. This one might not be strong enough. This one might have you sleeping all the time this one makes you can't go to sleep like so and that it can become frustrating on top of the you're going through like okay well what is the doctors doing they can't even hey well, what happened? i got kicked out <laughs> took me a minute go away i'm sorry i mean in a rut 
I'm back. I had to get back. I had to hurry up back. I'm back. <laughs> what I missed? I knew you was asking me something. Did I interrupt y'all? I don't even remember that, because you right. were gone. Uh, no, oh, I remember. I remember. I was saying, like, in your household when you was raised, um, did you feel like your situation was a comfortable situation where so you could always approach your parents in an openly manner, like, if you were having some type of issues or anything about your feelings? Well, or I'm a- you just don't talk about it? No, what's what's crazy? My father always, always said with us, listen, whatever's on your mind, feel free to let us let let me know. We we me and my father got like a a friendly is a friendship, but I, I don't cross that boundary, that line, even though I'm my age, but we have a real good open line of communication. Whereas me and my mother. I didn't really communicate with my mother like that, no. But mm-hmm. as far as my father, he had I had that line there, but I chose not to because sometimes I might get in the mood and still to this day where I'll shut down. So we do I don't we, know. we do that. We do that a lot. And it's like um it's like a defense mechanism, but it's really not defending anything because like once you're back out to Cause I do it all the time. Like I do, I, I do it all the time. And my yeah. mother is taking it to the bed. She's like, oh, Tanika must be going through it. She's taking it to the bed. That means I'm just going in the room and I'm going to sleep and I'm just sleeping it out. And I'll, I'll back off from everything because it's like, I don't want to inflict the people I care about to anything that has to do with what I'm going on. You know, what's going on with me in the inside. So it's better for me to just not answer the phone. Not not you know and then opposed to me coming around and it's a whole different situation and you don't even have nothing to do with it yeah definitely the best mechanism but sometimes it's not good because sometimes you need to get it out you need to get it out even if you're growing up what you said no i was saying growing up you know i thought shutting, shutting down was the way but as i got older I started to feel better as I was, you know, um, expressing myself and letting my feelings be known. Now, do you still get in that mood sometimes? But I also get in that mood sometimes where, look, I want to let you know what's on my mind. So it's like it's like a scale, a real scale. Yeah, that's always <laughs> unbalanced, and it, yeah. it takes everything to be a balance to feel like whole, like you, your mind gotta be right, your body gotta be, your health gotta be right, your, you know, your spirit or whatever, that all that has to be right or or at least work in the same way. Right, Not, right. Or, you know, but it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard just as in our generation and our race, the mental health is just so not, it's so shunned upon. Whereas though, people don't really get they really don't get it until the it happens. Like, oh well, yeah, we did know such and such was depressed, or we did know she had a breakdown. She was at hospital. We did know now she done went in the right day and killed everybody, the manager and the coworkers and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you don't do that for no reason. <laughs> they don't just do it because your uh, manager is a dickhead. It's 
it's not good to hold it in tight. I let it out now. I let it out now. I did. Let but, it out. Okay. Oh, now I have no problem expressing myself. I don't. I don't. People ever tell you, like, just shut up. Like, what you keep, like, we don't want to hear. No, I'm going to tell you what I get. I used to get that I, I, I'm i too positive. Don't nobody want to be hearing that. Because I was the type that, that always, I tried to persuade my drug dealer friends to, to do something with their money. And they don't be wanting to hear still to this day. And I'd be like, yo, you you damn near 40, my nigga. You still right. on the corner? You might got some money. I ain't, I'm not disrespecting nobody that's on the corner. Let me get that straight. But I'm right. like, yo, you should be doing something with that money. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're making 10, 15,000 a week, whatever, which is cool. But you're still at your mother's house, your money in your shoebox. And that's a, that's, that's a mental state of mind. That's a mental state of mind where though they cannot get beyond that. I, I have a stripper friend. Well, she's not a stripper no more, but she was a stripper. And although she's been, you know, quit that a long time ago, her mentality still is of that I gotta get, I gotta get over. Like I gotta get over, and mm -hmm. it, it could be everyday things. And I would look at her like, you know, you're not down the block. Like you don't gotta, like yeah. But it's it's, it's a state of mind that they like just get frozen and they can't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Miss Dope, what's up? Let me ask you this: Are you right? I'm. Um, I'm 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 digging the background and those glasses are hot. It's a vibe over there. Then she got the glasses on. I'm just like, um, what is your? Do you have a goal with this dope movement to be worldwide, Craig? Um, That's what's up. And through oh, before you, and through Miles Management, we will make that happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have spoken to people as far as Africa, mm. so you know, I'm definitely getting a word out there. Right. My my it. ultimate goal, what I would really like to do, is having a a space for the dope movement. Mm. I would like to have some sort of funding where people, you know, often people are prescribed medication but can't afford it. I've mm -hmm. had a medication before and. After insurance paid their part, my portion was two hundred and forty dollars. God dang! Right. Um, so you know, how do you? You're trying to get the help. How do you continue to navigate through that if you cannot afford the medication? Um, I had to go through a battle with the insurance company, and part of that is because I know from working in the healthcare field and dealing with insurances, I know how to navigate through that. But had I been somebody that didn't have any information and they said, look, you know, your uh, insurance company is not going to authorize this medication. Well, I know I need to go back to the doctor's office and have them write it up a certain way. That way the insurance company will pay for it. But everybody doesn't know that. So I would like to have some type of funding where people could come in, present me with the information, and then mm. I could, you know, help them get their medication. It's important to have it. And sometimes, you know, when they say, oh, well, you can be on this, but you can't afford this, so we'll give you that. That may not work as effectively as this. Mm -hmm. And so you have to stay on top of that. I know for me, being on medication, um, one of them I have been on for quite 
sometimes. Psychotic, I'm not taking at this time because I haven't found a psychiatrist that I vibe with. So I'm on an antidepressant. Um, I've been on it some time, so I know how it works for me. Um, being on antipsychotics, one, they make you gain weight. Two, they can kind of make you into a zombie. I'm not for any of that. So when I go into your office, I can already present you with that information. <laughs> I don't want to be a zombie. I don't want to gain any more weight. So what do you have that's not in that class that may work? Out of the newer drugs, don't make you gain weight. However, they're $240. So, you know, it's it's a, it's a tough game to play, but I'm in it for the long haul. This is important to me. I know what I'm like when I'm not on medication. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and just react and then think about it. Now, because I'm balanced, I know to think about it, and I know that everything doesn't require a reaction from me because I have to be so into my peace of mind. You know, you have, I often tell people, stop allowing people to come to your table with a plate to go because people will come and dump all their information on you. Oh, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. And then they'll leave. So when you look up and you need somebody to talk to, that person isn't there. So I often remind people, make sure your circle is solid. My circle is solid. They don't hear from me or they're going to call and they may pull up. I give them that same thing in return. Um, when I'm in a space where I just cannot talk, but I need people to know that I'm okay, I have a number that I text them. My number is 21. That means I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm not in any danger, but I just don't have the energy to hold a conversation. Okay. Okay. I, I see this. See, I don't know. I think, no joke, y'all. I think I'm a prophet sometimes. You ever think about mentoring? I have done that a little bit, but I had to kind of t- take a step back because of, of my own mental state. I felt really overwhelmed. And if I'm going to be there for somebody, I need to be all the way there. But I have done it and I enjoy it. Yeah, I feel, I just see it that you can relate to that young girl that, you know, that might be in that show that's scared to talk. I see, I oh, can see you like breaking down walls. I see that. So, yeah, but I, do I feel like you this is my purpose, and I'm walking in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, Miles Management has a place for you. I just want to let you know, and you're doing great things. Um, and along with Miles Management help, we're gonna conquer this thing worldwide. Us, Absolutely. it is for Men's Radio. We are a force to be reckoned with. And um, okay. but now, sir, I see you as the spokesperson. I, I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing because there's not many people that are doing what you're doing. People are scared to admit yeah. you know, what they have going on with them. Absolutely. They, they definitely are. And I feel like with the mental it with the mental health issues, it's like it could it's it's not just one sector of it. It can be from the mothers that been, you know, losing their children from getting killed. It could be that little girl that was molested or raped by her cousin. It could be, you know, it could it could be so much stuff that can affect someone's mental state of state of mind. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not just. I think once you get in it, it, it's not just one part of it. It's like so many different parts of it. It mm-hmm. is. It absolutely is. And like, I'm going to tell y'all what's another trigger for me. All of these videos of police, uh, people being murdered by the police. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that is a huge trigger for me because I have a black son. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to keep watching that. You know, people send it to you. They want to talk to you to death <laughs> about it. And I have to let people know, oh, yeah, that's not a conversation that I'm I'm going to have. I don't want it in my space. So you have to set boundaries with people. Let yeah. them know, like, listen, this is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with. Don't allow people to be habitual line steppers because they will try. Yeah. Boundaries are very important. Right. Yeah, definitely. I feel you on that. I'm tired of seeing them videos too. So I definitely understand. Yeah, you to think that it's not going to do something to you mentally after repeatedly see it is just, you have to be in hand. You have right. to be to not feel any kind of way, especially a black person. Like you, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I'm just enjoying this beautiful energy. I don't have any incense, but I'm loving it. So, Seriously. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Tyree management. Huh? How many clients do you have? Oh, man, I have, I don't, <laughs> listen, I don't even call them clients. I just, they're just friends that call, you know, they may need my ear. And I just love just, I'm a listener. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I will say, I had to learn that some people aren't ready for the truth or what you may have to say about what they're coming to you with. Um, I had a friend oh. that was, you know, having some problems, but I told him the truth. They asked me the truth and I told them. And the reaction I got, it made me like kind of like take a step back and like, well, damn, even though it is the truth, maybe I should have just bit my tongue and just let them, you know, say what was on their mind. So I'm more of a listener now, though. So what was it? Was they coming to you for actual advice or was they just coming for you like the vent? All right. Here we go. I'm going to just tell you the truth. Yeah. Right, not the truth, but all right. A friend of mine, right? A friend of mine that I grew up with wound up dealing with another friend of mine. Now, the other friend, he, I'll call him an associate. I ain't going to call him a friend. He, he cool. We speak. It's a mutual respect, right? Now, the bond that me and this person have is my mother's in between because they used to work with my mother. They used to work with my mother and their father and my father was tight. So we was we was family. Boom. She got something happened. She found out her boyfriend cheating on her, right? Cool. I get a call one night. Ah, the nigga out the front, he out of the house out Brooklyn. He got my truck. Come get me. Take me to get my truck, please. I or the first you like what what should I do? So I'm I ain't, I'm minding my business. Well, she take me out there to get my truck. No, why? Because I take you to get your truck. You gonna bring the truck back? The nigga gonna take it tomorrow, and you will be calling me for the same thing again. Thing like that. It's the truth. Yo, Ben Duggan, I'm sorry. You, I mean, I just got tired of uh, of her coming at me with the same stuff. I need right. proof. The proof is the nigga got your truck out there. That's the what proof do you need? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I was wrong. No, I don't, I don't think, think you were. I don't think Why? you were. 
Even though I can see her having an attitude, like, I don't care how many times I, he take my car and I go get it back. You're supposed to be my friend. If I ask you to help me out, that's what you're supposed to do. No ifs, ands, what's about. So I can see where I was feeling a little bit salty. But in that situation, you got to kind of put put it put it into it because it's like she's, she's involving you in that you don't need to be involved in. She involved me in something that I don't want to, that I shouldn't be involved in, and it ain't like it's going to be an end. You going right. to involve me with that, me and that man go have word. But I ain't doing so Why you bring her, like why friends. you bring her out here? All that. And then for you to get back with him, then that's a, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> not really a, it's, it's trouble that ain't even got to be caused, pretty much. But I just got tired of, of you know the complaints, and I just told him the truth. How was I wrong, Miss Dope? I want to hear you. So you set the boundary, and you say, "Look, if that's the only thing you're gonna call me about, I don't want to talk about it." You shut it off. Mm, okay. You be you just you become neutral in the situation. You know, okay. I have friends that you know they talk about stuff that I don't necessarily agree with. Oh, okay. I. Love for you not to tell me any more of that information because I don't have anything so nice. Right. So nice. Like that, when you say it nicely like that, it's no way that you can feel bad about receiving that information. It's just like you, you know, your tone is, is a, a nice tone, you're being respectable, you're being calm. It's like how can you not receive that as, exactly. as what it is? Even though you just like what the fuck you bitch like. Now I'm going to call and tell my problem. <laughs> right, and that becomes a problem because you become the sounding board for everybody. And they just want to call and tell you, oh, this is happening, this is happening. Girl, he don't love me no more. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't really care about none of that. So, yeah, I don't want to hear it anymore. I, I'm, I'm real on good that. on boundaries. Yeah. You're not going to wear me down as if I don't have my own <laughs> life going on. Mm-hmm. I got my own that's, stuff. That's mm-hmm. my problem too. I will say that when I'm going through something, even though it's going to beat me down, hearing whatever people may be going through, I tend to listen. I don't know how yeah. to turn my. So you got to set the boundary, and this is what I say to people: I say, "Hey, are you in a space to hear what I got to say? I need to vent for a minute." Okay. Mm. I can't just call. You could have just been in a car accident, girl. Let me tell you what happened. Da, 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 da. Everybody is dealing with life, mm-hmm. whether it be small things or large things. Everybody is dealing with something, and it's not fair for me to call somebody like, "Girl, let me tell you this happened." He ain't doing this, and did you see this on Instagram? And blah blah blah. Now, hey, are you in a space to listen today? Because I got something on my mind. Right, it's that simple. You have to give some people some respect. You demand. I like how you demand your respect. It's kind of like sassy, classy. It's in a, in a nice a, way. It is, it's a, like aggressive, nice way. Yeah, with a sprinkle of aggressiveness <laughs> in there. It's that flair. Yeah, I can't. I got to give it to you, Rob. But I like that because you, you can make somebody feel small just talking how you talk. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But it's never my intention. It's always for me to protect myself. You know, just thinking of all the places that I have been, all of the struggles that I have overcome, I'm yeah. in protection mode. So, you know, for instance, I've been locked down in a mental ward. A lot of people don't know that. 
but mm-hmm. I share it. Mm-hmm. So coming from all of that to where I am now, where I'm in a space where I can actually say, hey, today, I'm not going to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You goddamn right. I protect my energy. I protect my space. People will run over you if you do not set boundaries. So, yeah, girl, I'm not going to listen to that. Nope. I, I'm not going <laughs> to hear your problem. We can be cool, but. Oh, yeah. Um, we can be cool, but this particular topic, I don't want to hear anything else about it. We can talk about anything else, but not that topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long did it take for you to, to master that? Because that takes a lot of discipline, I feel like, to just know. Because, like you said, people, they don't care that you're going through something. They, don't, they just want to be heard. So. They don't really, you know, they don't, they, they don't care that they ain't call you for a whole month straight, but there it is. on Instagram that triggered something and now they go on the phone, you know, like they don't want to hear that. So it's just like, you have to be disciplined in yourself to be able to be like, no, nah, no, nah, nope, cutting it off. You ain't called me all month. Now I didn't mm-hmm. post you and you just really calling me to tell me something. But whole time, really not telling me nothing. You just want to find out where I got the shoes from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I don't answer those calls. If we don't talk often and you just calling out the blue, nah. Mm-mm. I'm not going to answer. I'll call you back when I feel like it. It may be a month or two from now. You who your people are. You know who your core friends are. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you give your core friends what they will give you. Yeah. These people that trickle on the sides. No, I'm not wasting my time to call you back. Like she said, you ain't called me all month. Now today you want to know, girl, where you get them sunglasses from? No. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, I don't want to be bothered with it. No. I respect no. you. You know, if you don't know what it's like to live in a depressive state, or to be manic and still have to manage. I still have yeah. to work. I still have to be somebody's mother. Those are things that I don't get any time off from. So if you think you're going to come in and interrupt my face with your bullshit, no, I don't. I don't have time or energy for it. You know, like a lot of people, I'm furloughed. I've been furloughed since March. Um, I'm not a big people person. I speak. However, during this time, I have realized I miss human interaction. Even though I didn't talk with my coworkers a lot, it was still just getting up every morning, going into a space with people. Now I'm home every day. You know, I go to the market, but that's the extent of it. You know, you have to wear a mask. I'm anxious about going to certain places and doing certain things. I'm anxious about when I'm going to actually go back to work because my son and I both have um, health issues. So I have to be really careful about what's going on. Yeah, I don't have time to just have a whole bunch of other shit that's not mine floating around. So you guys shut it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. Okay, Miss Dope. I'm just, I'm sunk in. What? <laughs> I, I am. People who suck you dry, the land squeeze you like, so they can't get nothing else, and they gone on to the next that you 
and then you just be sitting there looking like a place. Like, now what am I supposed to do to get my life back? Right. Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's draining. It's very draining. Yeah, I tell people, keep your cup full. Whatever overflows from your cup is for you to give away. But keep your cup full. You can't do anything with an empty cup or have full cup. Extra, whatever's running, that's for you to give away. If you don't have anything running over the side, somebody just going to be SOL. And, and, and it's funny because when you're at, when you have a mental issue, when you have mental issues and you mastered how to mask it so well something happens it makes people like well dang we didn't know that was going on like when i had my breakdown it wasn't what i thought a nervous breakdown was supposed to be like like i expected to be my thought of it was like somebody going crazy and fucking shit up and everything that wasn't me for me i couldn't stop crying like again i mean like sobbing Mm-hmm. And then it was like I, I had like an out of body experience where I was sitting in a window and I was talking to myself. And then from there it just went, I set the kids down and I said, look, if anything happened to me, you know, I was part of a sexual grandmother, blah blah blah. Now Kylon didn't catch on to what's going on, but Zaya did. Mm-hmm. And she called my, my mother like, Grandma, my mother's talking crazy, something not right. Somebody get over here. But it's like, but if you're not, if you have this idea of somebody giving a breakdown to be what you see on TV, it's not always that way. It's not always that way. Whoa, out of body experience? That's... Mm. I sure did. And I'm telling you, it, being hospitalized mm-hmm. made me realize how bad mental illness is. Now, for me, mm-hmm. I was going through what, what I was going through, depression, you know, bipolar, whatever. These people that was in this way I was at, they was in there for real serious. Like, I mean, hearing voices, one lady killed her child, another lady killed her husband. I mean, they was like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit, where am I at? And how do I get out of here? And I couldn't leave. Can I ask you a question? Did they they keep you like, they kept you all like separated? So Padded rooms, is that real? You have your own room. And you only come out to eat and for activities. And when you see the um, psychiatrist every morning. Okay. Because you know, some people think, Padded room, straight jacket. That's why I wanted you to, to elaborate on that. The only time they restrain you is if you're being combative, of course. Yeah. Other than that, no. It was, I mean, they fed us very good. The groups was good. I mean, I even had one situation where I was in the day room watching TV, and a guy had came in to visit his people, and he thought, well, he didn't know that I was a patient, and he tried to talk to me, and I'm looking at him, and he looked at me, and he looked at my bracelet. He was like, Oh, you're a patient. Oh, yeah, nigga, I'm a patient. Y'all, I sure mm. am. You sitting here talking to a crazy one. Like, no, I ain't say that. But yeah, I was looking normal to him. Right, right. No idea what was really going on inside my head. Right, right. Which brings, look, that's why I think people need to have these open 
open conversations before they get into these relationships. People start to people need to really be open about what's going on with them. But sometimes you gotta take it a step deeper and look into their parents and see how they you know what's going on with them because this mental health is definitely real. But sometimes so when you are open, they don't want to take it for face value. Like I make it my business to put all my cards on the table. Like this is what you want to get. Can you deal with it? For some reason People still don't think that that's what I mean. And then later on, when stuff start to happen, or I'm not taking medication, or whatever else is going on, I'm having an episode. They looking at me like, "What's like? What's what's up with you?" Mm-hmm. Like, Remember when we was talking when we went out and da 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 da? I told you this, this, that, and the third. Yeah, that was some real shit. I wasn't just saying that because men think all black women are crazy. Right. You ain't you ain't more crazy than enough. You know, like that that's what Miss Dope, I gotta apologize to you real quick. When Neek brings up relationships, I just had her <laughs> telling her boyfriend she what different dick. <laughs> you don't understand. We had a we had a show and we were talking about, you know, being open and being, you know, having open communication. And she said she would have no problem letting her man know she wanted different dick if she wanted different dick. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. What I no, said what you say? I'm sorry. No, what, what I said was men need to stop thinking that women only cheat for emotional reasons. Sometimes we want different dick, like they yeah. want different pussy. That's what I said. There you know, go. All right, that's it. That's, that's it. Uh huh. I, 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 I just. Oh. I just had. It's you. funny that you said that because somebody brought that to my attention. So maybe I did say that, but I don't think I did. But I could have. You, you said it. I know what my point was. And, can, and somebody asked me, like, oh, so you, you just like this and this, huh? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> he was talking. That's the shot. Sorry. So, I'm sorry, Miss Dope, but it just flashed back. We be having <laughs> stuff like this. We done had so many shows, and other shows might bring up a, a ring, and you be like, oh. So, you see, you up, you up here bringing the energy out. I like that. Definitely. Now, no, you were sitting there just looking like like you had something to say. That's what you about you. Mm-mm. He played too much. He played too much. Well, Miss Dope, this is how we get down on it is with it is radio show. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, we baby we're playing it safe today. But we're gonna get you back on here. We're gonna have a raw, uncut conversation about any and everything, okay? Okay. I'm just making sure you can see right now we just gonna concentrate on this, but other topics are brewing right now. Because I was just be I was talking to one of my friends that's here today. I don't know if they have okay. Well, okay, saying where they at? Right, LaCroix, her you see hello. Hey okay, so we were talking about how she said your mindset, I'm like how she was saying that um because of things that happened in her childhood or her past, um, 
she was dealing with a guy that was real aggressive in the bedroom mm -hmm. and she couldn't deal with it because it, it triggered her to like her past of being whatever had you know whatever was the situation that happened so mm -hmm. it's like she had to say hey you know you gotta stop because you're making me feel like x y and z like it a lot the mental play a big part of it and it don't matter whether it's your relationship or just a situation mm -hmm. you know when you're dealing with another human being it, you always got to be kind of not thinking something might happen but always kind of knowing that something could possibly be happening with the right. mental right I think all of us suffer from a little bit of anxiety, PTSD, depression, all of that just uh, from where we where we come from. Yeah. Baltimore, Maryland, <laughs> we, we are conditioned for death and other stuff. Like it's nothing. So when people call me crazy, I'm like the the B where I where I am now and everything that I've been through, crazy is is a compliment. Because right. I could be strung out. Alcohol, like I could be really like the mental stuff could have taken so much control over me that I could have just been like, I could have killed myself. Right. Myself. So, like calling me crazy, okay, that's the compliment. Right. I right. Call me crazy, then call me dead. Right. Right. So, Miss Dope. What's up? What's next? We get we we getting the, the, the t shirts jumping up. What? Well, what we, what we doing? Book? On a t-shirt. Book, huh? I was thinking I would love to see that dope movement on a t-shirt. Like I could see it like on shirts. I have a dope movement shirt. Um, hopefully we get those right. juices back going and, and she gets. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. Okay. Yeah, everything is is the wheels are turning. Okay. Making sure yeah, the wheels are turning. Yeah, she 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 has a t-shirt line. Okay. When we, we we back in production? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, you made the um Kirby with confidence um t-shirts. Did you make those? No. no. Somebody okay. else made them. But okay. I'm gonna show. Uh, I got fun. My dope shirt is here. I wear it with my favorite pair of jewels. I do got to take another picture. I do. I apologize. I think I have one picture, but I've wore the shirt more than one time. Okay. So, I mean, it's a couple of different um sayings coming out. So, like, my favorite one is I'm healing. I'm not healed. People often think because I've been navigating through it so long that I'm healed. I'm not healed because uh, every level is a new devil. So, I'm healing. Ooh! It's a one constant more time. process. That made my... <laughs> that what? That every level is a new devil? Yeah. Every I like level. that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, Every so. level. That's deep. I like yeah, it. It's important. I'm I'm never gonna be healed. I'm always gonna be healing. I'm always gonna be a work in progress. That's dope. I like that. Yeah. So we're we gonna get that on the shirt. I'm not gonna tell all my business. Right. I'm, I'm saying come on, we're not promoting over here, baby. We ain't look. We just trying to get it out there, but I understand. Oh, absolutely. People need to just check me out. Inbox right. me, DM me. Right. Email Check out me. the dope movement. Yeah. Check out the Republic of Great Men. As you see the lovely shirt that Nick has on and I have on myself. 18 West 25th Street. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they're and really nice in there. They treat the employees well. 
Thank you. <laughs> we, we appreciate it. We 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 have two great supporters. Y'all are not customers. Y'all are supporters. Um, even before the storefront, y'all support it. Appreciate y'all. Y'all been down to the loft. Love y'all for that. Did y'all have opening? Not yet. We will. You all right? Listen, it's going to be it is what it is. Radio slash Republic of Great Men. Sing, ding, ling, ding, ding, ding. It's coming. Sing. I'm trying a lot of stuff. <laughs> you can't put the way out. Huh? Nothing. Go ahead. But you yeah, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to, um, even if it's on a, nine times out of ten, maybe it'll probably be on a Saturday. But um, we'll be there. We okay. will be there. We will be there. I think we love My fault. I'm back. Shout out to Box Check Marty. That was Box Check Marty. Hit, okay, okay. hit you back, Box Check. <laughs> but yeah, got a lot of lot of great things coming coming on. Oh wait, oh wait. Also, shout out to Marty. Marty came through today and supported. <laughs> and he he likes the customer service. Ain't that right, Marty? You can chime in real quick. Oh, all right. Yeah, we want you to. I want you to tell the people about your experience, Marnie. Maybe not. He may be a little busy. Oh, okay. might have stepped away. But <laughs> like yeah, you- he came by today, actually looking for you. I he know. Didn't say hi. Look, he didn't say what's up. Hi. You ain't read my comment. I just wrote. Where I just wrote it. <laughs> Look, where Nick? No, hey Tyree, what's up? Where Nick at? <laughs> oh, Nick. Um, uh, let's share. Let's share your experience. How was your experience today? It was Mark? a great experience. I bought um where I, oh, I, left, I think I left them in my truck. I bought some um mask, some face mask. Okay, okay. See? That I'm gonna give away on my show on um Tuesday. We okay. yeah, make sure you rock that. See, <laughs> we out here looking out for the people. We got this COVID 19 thing going around. That's all I buy. PPE. That's it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so get your mask. You can get your bags too. You can get the hookah. You can get a vibe, not an ex- just an experience. You can get a vibe coming through the law. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's what it's about. And oh, shout out to your gimmicks. Those flyers are beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm myself. Oh, okay, great. That she made the like flyers. Them. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah they were nice. Okay, thank oh, you. I'm glad y'all like them. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, we're going to listen. We try to make that regular, right? But we got to work out something because with this COVID going on, you know, stuff a little tight. Uh, I'm not asking you to volunteer, but it's like, no, nah, whatever your price is, I got you. I'm going to support you. I, I want you to, to uh, do our flies. Yeah. I ain't going to look. I'm not going us, us. You, you know want to find a You let me know what the price is, and, and that's what it is, all right? Okay. So, no. Okay. I was, I, I had, look, I was about to be one of us for a minute. I had to think about it because I get mad at us being us. So I apologize. Mm-hmm. But no. Yeah, I'm glad you, you got in there. You, right. You did that. Right. Yeah. She did that. She did. Mm-hmm. So we will need those. We'll talk. Okay. But Not a problem. You're hired. Oh, thank you very much. It's dope for the flyers, y'all. Definitely. But yeah, this has been such a beautiful show. Shout out to Dez. Wait, Dez. 
Uh, I read part of his message. I, I didn't read it all, but I think he was saying he couldn't get in. Okay. okay. That's what I think. I'm okay. almost certain. I couldn't get in for a minute, but one of the numbers was wrong, so I just switched the number. But I, I don't know. I'm no sure hopefully he good. To the conversation about the relationships. You know, he always got something to say about the relationships. Y'all want to talk about relationships? No, I'm just saying, I know he would have had something. Oh, yeah, say. yeah. You know, Dave would have went in. Yeah, he would He <laughs> might would have admitted some stuff himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, 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 wait a minute. I forgot to say congratulations on your engagement, sir. Oh, thank you. Uh, you know, went out and got engaged on me. About time. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna keep playing with your ass forever. Hey, sometimes you gotta grow up. Yeah, you think? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that go that's that goes with that talk. You know, sometimes you gotta have that talk with your heart. Just you and your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, your heart, and have a mirror nearby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it is what it is. You know, that's everything's good. okay. That's good. That's awesome. Lovely. We, we waiting on y'all two next. Both of y'all. You said Dave, when you said Dave and his wife getting married, when? <laughs> so y'all, y'all want to, y'all going to be <laughs> single forever? Said, y'all, y'all. Did they seven days? Yeah. No, I don't think they said a dick yet. Oh, did they? I don't know. No, I think they have dick. I didn't set a dick. I think they have Not yet. Not yet. We will. Mm-hmm. We will. So, Miss Dope. Yeah. Do you see marriage in your future? That's what I was about to ask you. Are you married or I'm single. I'm single. Do you want to get married? Is that because you of say Earth? that what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm no. sorry. I was asking, was you single because of your mental illness or are you just single because of just being single? I'm just single just because the um, right thing hasn't come along yet. And, you know, I'm not going to settle. So, yeah, just because. Are you single and dating or just single? I'm single and dating. Okay. Now, this is another thing that Miles Promotions offer. Listen. This is not matchmaking. Let's just keep this professional. We're not going to do that. <laughs> I, I set you right. I'm telling you. No, you won't. No, thank you. <laughs> I got them in all shapes and sizes. All no, thank you. Nope. 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 That's right. I be trying to be matchmaking. I be trying. No, thank you. I be trying but uh so nick when you going what's what's up when you can't be single forever you know tyree don't Mm-mm. i nope. ain't going there you right going there yep. with you. I ain't going there tonight you right and let I'm me not. ask y'all a question though do y'all do y'all believe not to get off subject but do y'all believe that it's someone for is somebody for everybody? Do y'all really believe that? I think it's about timing. If that, if if I was to say that I do believe that, I think it's about it's more so about timing, um, more than anything, because it um, might be the right person for you, 
but not right at that time. At that time. Yeah. So if that's true, I would say it's more so about timing and where you are when you come across that person. What you um, think is dope? Oh yeah, I definitely think it's somebody for everybody. Um, now with that being said, are you willing to compromise for that somebody? Mm-hmm. Because mm. it's not just going to be an instant connection. You know, right. even it may be on a physical level, but as far as everything else, are you willing to make some compromises? Right. Mm. And that's that's the deal breaker. That's it. That's the deal breaker right there because people are so selfish. They not trying. <laughs> they ain't really trying to come up off a lot of stuff. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's like if you deal with me, you take me for this or don't take me at all. You know, not even with with it might not even be nothing that serious. You know, well, not that serious to you, maybe to them. But I mean, to just go to automatically say no, I'm not changing, I'm not compromising, I'm not doing none of that. It's just like then you don't want to be in a relationship. Mm. Not, you don't. Let me ask, let me ask both of you this. But I know, Nick, your children, well, you don't have children anymore. But how important is the relationship between your children and your mate? Does it really play a part? Like, could you really deal with somebody and really love them genuinely if they really didn't have a care for your child or children? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. He said hell no. Hell no. We are a package. We are a package. (laughs) You can't right. say that you love and care for me and not like my child. It You just can't do that. So you're going to love my child, respect my child. Right. Or it's, it's it. it. It's no other way around that. Because how do I say to my child, yes, I love this person, but I know that they don't respect you. And they don't care for you. Why would I want to bring somebody up in a, in a household like that? Now, because my child is 15. Now, I could see if my child was 32, mooching off of me and didn't <laughs> have any direction, then it'd be a completely different thing that I would need to sit down and think about. Okay, like, is this person really thinking about my best interest? Because they have so many things to say about my child. But as long as this baby lives here and I'm his mother, you either taking both of us or none of us. Mm-hmm. It, it's no way, it's no wiggle room in that at all right okay reason i'm asking because i know a lot of people that um well some have even been abused by their mate and it was like they told their mate and it was like <laughs> their mother might not have believed like but a lot of them um their boyfriends might have tried to talk to their daughters and the daughter might tell her mother, like, Ma, he did this, not him. That's why I asked. It's a lot of that going around. I think it's a point of not believing. I think it's more so I don't want to be lonely. I don't think it's about not believing a person. People know what other people are capable of. You know that he's no good. You just choose not to accept it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that you know that he touched your daughter. You just don't want to be alone. So you just you just roll with it, right? Because you know, we, women they they get to a point of their life where they feel like, okay, if I haven't done this, 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 and that, then I, it's it's you know, like I have to hurry. Life up. is over. Yeah, I have to hurry up and do something. If I didn't get married by forty, or if I didn't 
you know, like you start to, because you're basing this off of what I don't know, or maybe off what you see that's going on. So you put yourself up in the, in the mix and it's just like, I would rather, I would rather prepare myself to be single for the rest of my life than to deal with any more bullshit at this point in my life. Yeah, I, I, I would be single. Totally. So, I'll have so, rice and some good wood. Like, no, let me stop. But <laughs> okay, I had a good year too. It's like, no, listen, I ain't see that. <laughs> right, right. But you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. I understand. I, 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 Yeah. I'm just being real. Would you would have thought was going to happen if they would have found out the truth? Don't you think that would have hurt them ten times more? I didn't think that back then. No, I, I don't think that you, you. I think it's more people lie because they're selfish. Mm-hmm. That's so, that's why yeah. people lie because they're selfish because they want to have have it all and you yeah, can't. Right. But be up front and honest about things and let me make the decision for myself. You don't know what I'm willing to go for. True. You're right. Just saying that. Just talking about that like earlier today. He was just talking about that same thing. Why? And then of eight, like we older. Like we ain't old, but we're we we ain't 25, what I'm saying. So the idea of thinking like a bunch of whole of 
it's a whole world out there, 40 year old men that just, just want to keep on playing games and lying and shit. It's just like, what the fuck do you got to look forward to at this point? What? Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> I'm a, well, that's a whole, I'm about to take it somewhere totally different. But that's for another, another episode. We're but. Wait, they have, um, <laughs> uh-huh. on the show so she can talk about because we were supposed to have her on the show before and something happened and her time got cut and we didn't get to get to her but we can get because she got some stories to tell oh we gotta get with you then what's her name again laquanda you met her the one with the short long hair thing remember short yeah i remember i remember <laughs> well we're gonna have a lady summit miss dope is gonna uh she's gonna Host, not host. Yeah, you gonna host? Yes. I'm gonna be okay. looking for a date from you, Miss Dope, to let us know when we're gonna do this. I would okay. love we can, you. We to, can discuss that at the end. Yeah, I I really wanna, you know, get a nice form of people together, and let everybody have the floor. You know, and we just have open, honest conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I just got that good old message. This has been another week of It Is What It Is Radio, Miss Dope. I thank definitely you. thank you for coming on and yeah, spreading that you on. Thank you for having me. love. Appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> Nick, you already know we like the yin and yang of this. I don't know. But, um, you're right. Look, <laughs> Libra, e Libra, but Miss Dope. Thank you. Before we get out of here, though, let the people know one more time how to find you on social media, real quick. Um, on Facebook and Instagram, I'm underscore Dope underscore Movement, and my email address is a Dope Movement at gmail.com. Okay, Nick, going to highlight the people before we get out of here. Nope. Nope. Well, look. It's been another great show. Make sure y'all come get your Republic of Great Men gear at 18 West 25th Street. We'll be open tomorrow, 11 7. And Sunday, 12 to 4. Always good. This is King Porter Forever Friday. I thank y'all. See y'all next week. Be safe. Amen. Peace. Peace. These little fingers like this. <laughs>